Off top, the man who created Match.com lost his girlfriend to somebody she met on Match.com. Play the music. This is the Dominique Foxworth Show. All right. Welcome to the Dominic Foxer Show. We are joined by our beloved woodsman, Jeff Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Hunting hat and a Carolina shirt with Jordans on it. It's a it's an <laughs> odd combo, but it works if you know Jeff Saturday. I love Saturday. it. So I it love works. it. <laughs> so we have a plan for today's show. Charlie is giving us some mid-season award conversations. But before we get to that, before the mics cut on, we're talking about the sign-stealing scandal in college. And if you know Jeff, there are a couple things that get him going, and this was one of them that he was really annoyed by. So, Jeff, first of all, you said you agree with Matt Rule, which is something that I don't yeah, think yeah. I have. I've, yeah, yeah. I'm sh- I shocked myself, but, but I heard him give his opinion. He was like, listen, they're trying to steal our signs. We're trying to steal their signs. It makes a great point for why don't they have, you know, why don't they have mics in the helmets, right? The speakers in the helmets. So it, it could, but every year they vote against that yep. because they want to steal each other's signs. Every team does it. Like, I, I don't know about the whole get them, a, get them a seat, film, whatever that trash is, but yeah. whatever, they all steal it, bro. Yeah. And, it, and it's been going on since the beginning of time in football, including when I started my career <laughs> in Indy. So, like, give me a break. My, Ain't nobody um, above them. When I was in college, I remember uh, we were stealing some signs for some game, and I remember uh, at, at the end of the game when you go, like, meet in the middle field or whatever, shake hands, like, their, their team was complaining about it. In the post-game press conference, Coach Friedgen went to the mic before their coach went to the mic. And he, very wisely, the first thing he did was accuse the opponent of stealing signs. <laughs> and we were stealing yes. their signs, but he was like, you know what? I'm going to say it first. And then there's no story about it because they were like, then the other coach gets up there. It's like, hey, they were stealing our signs. That's what Ralph just says. How come they won? <laughs> Chess and checkers, baby. Chess and checkers. You got any sign stealing stories, Jeff? Oh man! So my 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 rookie year in the NFL, Howard Mudd was my offensive line coach. God rest his soul, bro. But he was, you know, you would you would always pick up the signs on them bringing heat, and so he would he would tell you, be like, I was playing guard at the time, I wasn't a center, and so. He's like, all right, Saturday. You call in. So you, if, how many linemen are coming in, or if it was a three, four, four, three, whatever nickel, you're you're saying that to the, everybody, and then look over on the sideline. I'm gonna give you a cut. I'm gonna give you a one, two, or three, and all you gotta do is just tell 18 what that number <laughs> is, and I got it. You don't know what I do, but that's what I do. And I was like, all right, whatever. I was so scared, I was gonna screw it up. I'd be like looking, like hawking over there, you know. I was praying nobody like walk in front of him. I was like, God, if I give him the wrong one, man, we're in trouble, you know. But it, it, again, this is going on. Since yeah. the beginning of time, every every team, every coach knows there and players. Yeah. I constantly used to watch defensive play. I watch Ray. Man, yeah. he giving a signal behind his back to the defensive back. I'm constantly. I'm giving all kind of information, and they do the same for us. We would have literally, we would have dummy calls, mm-hmm. dummy checks. Oh, I so, know. Yeah, I know. Hey, bite on. I, I, bite on. I remember. <laughs> I remember watching the TV copy of Colts game when we're about to play the Colts and listening to all the words that you were saying and wasting hours of my life. Yes. trying to figure it out. And at the end of the week, I'm like, all right, they said this and they did that. <laughs> Hold up. They said this and they did that. That's they right. said this and they did something completely different. Like, all right, that ain't it. Let's start back over. Just wasted weeks oh. and weeks of my time trying to decipher Peyton Manning codes and then come to realize that it's like a hand signal. It's a That's right. look. That's right. And like I, I realized with um, – 
was it Reggie Reggie Wayne? Yeah, that they convert routes based oh, yeah. on your leverage. So it's not even so. So I think that I'm figuring out what the comeback check is. Like, no, no. the comeback check is <laughs> you playing too high. We run it a damn comeback. Right. You sitting on it. We run it a damn go. That's right. R- ridiculously frustrating. The one time that I, I regretted not trusting it. I was playing against the the uh, Chicago Bears, and we were blowing them out. They put mm-hmm. a backup quarterback in, and he walks to the line of scrimmage. And he's a backup quarterback. Your signals can't be that compl- complicated. He walks to the back of the, to the line of scrimmage, and he looks over at the receiver that I'm guarding and press coverage, and he pats his back. Yeah. And, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's a damn back, back shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. And I was like, they ain't dumb enough to, to <laughs> make the back shoulder to pat your back. I was yes. like, they must be doing something opposite. And so I run and cover the high shoulder. Interception left by the wayside because they damn sure threw that back. I was shoulder. gonna say, you trust it, trust your gut, baby. We, we was up by twenty one. It was a time when I probably should have took a chance to get them stats up, but whatever. That's my favorite one when you'd see like the specials on USC and they're like, oh, there's a big cushion symbol would just be hang loose. It's like, could <laughs> yes. there be more of a uh, Southern California symbol than hang loose? Our on defense, and I know there's like stereotypes about the defensive guys not being that smart, but. If you talk about our signals and communications, it would reinforce the stereotype. Yes. Because defensive guys, it's like, hey, Ringo, Ringo, Ringo. And everybody's like, all right, you guys blitzing from the right. You're blitzing from the right, aren't you? Yep. Louie, Louie, Louie. You're coming from the left. We didn't come up with nothing that, that sophisticated. I had that same thing with my flag football guys. It's funny because they do, they emulate a lot of things that they see. And my son is the main culprit of this. He, whenever we're not blitzing, oh, he is out there. They don't even give a cadence because it's yeah. flag football. It's not right. even like that. Ready, set. He just pumping blitz. Yeah. It's like, okay. Jumping. And I'm like, son, when we blitz, do we shake around <laughs> like that? No. So who you think you fooling? That's right. Every you know, time. Every time he get around. Yeah. <laughs> Start shaking his, shaking around like, man, you ain't tricking nobody. He sees what it is. <laughs> yeah. He sees what it is. I, I love it. I love it. He's already uh, got DB tendencies. Yes, he does. Yes, so he much does. attitude, man. He got so much <laughs> attitude. I'm so proud because he ain't yelled at a ref this whole season. Mm. Last year when I wasn't the coach, he was arguing with the refs and stuff. And like, he ain't, he's a, a big, like, trash talker, too. Oh. Ten years old, popping to these He's random bringing it oh it's just it's like just a bravado where he he like hey swelling up it's, on it's in him bro it's in him <laughs> daddy it's uh, daddy he, he got a he's a pretty good athlete but he certainly got the dog in him i <laughs> love it which is That's only like. having the dog is only useful if you're going to be an athlete <laughs> the problem with having the dog when you're you're 10 or maybe you're not a professional athlete is that eh, that's that gets you sent to the office yeah if you, if you got the dog in you and you're not athletic Scrappy. <laughs> yeah. Scrappy. Yeah. He's, like he's actually a pretty good athlete. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, we did win, though. We're getting ready to go to the conference championship. Yeah. That. Let's make yeah, it happen, we're, baby. We're going to try to get this championship. But speaking of awards, Charlie Kravitz. That's right. I love football guy cliches, and yes. I'm here with two football guys. And we're these are going to be team awards. I'm not. Yeah. We're not giving out an MVP. not giving out a defensive player of the year. We're going to talk in football guy terms and sort of see which teams fit which award. Okay. So we'll let Jeff go first. Dominique can go second. I'll go third on all of these. And the first award in your guys' eyes, who is the team that nobody wants to play? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash df today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash df. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur. Barnstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Oh, Baltimore Ravens. <sighs> Baltimore Ravens. Hey, listen, if, if they play to their level, that is the team nobody wants to go. Their defense is going to be legit. Lamar Jackson can be an absolute nightmare. They figure out their offensive line woes, and, and they're just inconsistent. They figure that part out, and that's what they did this past Sunday. Don't nobody want to see them. The most impressive thing about them is how their defense has flown under the radar. Yeah. And they don't have big-name guys. I feel like Marlon Humphreys is – and um, uh, I guess Smith would be considered a big-name mm-hmm. guy, but they're not like – I feel like the big pass rush guys are the team, the players that we think about who are going to like dominate a team and make you think that a defense is great. But they've been among the best defenses in the league. This is sure. like one of my favorite things 29 sacks, leading the NFL in sacks. And it's like they, they really, they yeah. reverse engineered a pass rush. They yeah. made the backers in the back line so good yeah. that uh, it's. Con- Smith has made yeah. Queen a significantly yeah. better player too. Reanimated like, him. Yeah, I mean, they're for, for the real. thing that I thought was really interesting is they got away with that game, or they like got a big lead in that game. And what you expect, obviously, is Detroit's going to pass a lot, and Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen stay in the game in, yes. in passing situations. And I know it sounds like a small thing, but in the modern NFL, with the way that people try to challenge you, you find all these matchups that are difficult to account for. So like you'll see teams go. 21 personnel with two tight ends. And if you put safeties, extra safeties out there, extra corners out there, they'll run the ball. If you leave your linebackers out there, they'll pass the ball. But when you have linebackers like Queen and and Smith that can stay in most situations, like it's a helpful next level. We're we're not going to know if they're really great linebackers until Chris Collinsworth is like, these guys are on the level of Fred (laughs) Werner. He he loves Fred. He He loves Fred. But, yeah, that offense is – Inconsistent, like you mentioned, but incredible. And, yeah. yeah, I think that qualifies as a good draft for a team you don't want to play. I took that question a little bit differently as, like, a team that's not really, like – like, I, I feel like the Ravens have a chance to be the number one seed. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, a team like the Browns yeah. fall oh. in that category that might sneak into the playoffs and nobody wants to play them because they're a low seed and they have the capability to – to like knock you off yeah good offensive line good run yeah. game defense is going to control the tempo of the games yeah they can if a quarterback plays decent yeah that's a that's a, that's a tough match i like it i like that, where your head is that's how i feel about it too and i want the Bengals because yeah. there's a chance that oh yeah 
potential seven seed. That's the ultimate team that you're going to step on a rake where it's like we look up, Burrow and Chase are healthy. T. Higgins starts playing good football again, and it's like, all right, that oh, offense can score on anyone. It's just the AFC North, essentially, is what yeah. we decided. Yeah, we team that yeah. Except for the Steelers. We could throw the Steelers in there, well, too. We'll, I don't, yeah, don't want to play the Steelers. Well, we'll either. get there. We'll get yeah, there because right. the second award is – the team that everyone wants to play. You get to the playoffs, and you know there's that. It's the Saturday afternoon game. It's the first game that comes up, and we know this team's not for real. So it was the Vikings, Vikings last, year, last year, and it was also the Giants last year. For they, sure. they, 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 those are teams that know that everybody wanted to play that got to play each other, and the Giants knocked them off and then went on to lose later on. So this year, it's like the team that sneaks into the playoffs. I think we can all again go with one division rather than a bunch of teams. It's the NFC South. Yeah, whoever, who, whoever wins the NFC South is a team that everybody wants to play. I was gonna, I was gonna say the AFC South as well. So both, both, both yeah. yeah, either either one of the Souths right now are struggling. Whether yeah, it's just kind of one of those. You're not, you're not afraid. Uh, yeah. How much did that hurt, Jeff? It's the, the South, it's the stung. South is is bad. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, well played. Uh, can I pitch you guys on the Dallas Cowboys being the team that everyone wants to play? Because they're just the mind. team that comes short every just, single year in the trolling. playoffs. You're just yeah, trolling. Because yeah. don't nobody want to see Michael Parsons. No. That's what it comes down to. Your quarterback is not going to be happy because he has to try to run away with Michael Parsons. And the offense is capable of blowing up. Yeah. You're just trying to troll. Yeah, you're, right. just trying, you're just trying to aggravate. You're trying to aggravate. <laughs> nice work. You didn't get me this time. <laughs> I almost did. You did. Almost, but not this time. What's next? All right, next one. This team should be all in and make a trade to try and win the Super Bowl this year. I thought of this one because it's really the Howie Roseman Award. Mm. Like, they've built a team partially through trades, and right. they, they just got Kevin Byard. And there are a lot of teams that are on the precipice, but we don't have that clear, dominant team. So who should be all in and trade for an impact guy mm. before the deadline? Well, that's a great question. I would probably say the, the Buffalo Bills yeah. probably going to mm. be, you know um, – Get 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 some more help on the uh, at the receiving core. So whatever you can do to bolster that, whatever you can do that you think you can improve, like the Gabe Davis kind of um, side of it. You know where can we go? So I would say, especially now, Knox is hurt. Um, you know who, who, when yeah. they go too tight. So I, I, that's where I would go. I like that. They, they need to raid the Broncos. Yes, they need oh, to raid the call. Broncos. Like Cortland, Cortland Sutton, Jerry yeah. Judy. Also, the injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Go ahead and get Patrick Sertan. Because oh. this is this is a team that is obviously all in right now. They For don't sure. really have much of a future. Uh, they have a great young quarterback, but all their other significant players are older. Yes. And no one's getting any better. So they are a team that I think should try to go all in and – and they lost with losing White. They lost a lot more, but Milano and White for like yeah. large, like that is, those are devastating injuries. Yeah. Like Milano in the middle changes their entire defense. So, but, but no one's going to give up somebody like that. They're going to have to find it in the, in, on the peripheral. Roquan last year. Yeah. It's crazy that yeah. the people have undervalued inside linebackers to the point that someone who's transformed the Ravens defense was available. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're just going to end up talking about the same teams again because I think the Ravens fall into that category <laughs> too. Um, the Chiefs is a new name that I think fall into that category where if they could – the problem is the best receiver that we think could potentially be available is Devontae Smith. Devontae Adams. I mean, Devontae yeah. Adams, who is in that um, same division. The Oakland's not going to give – same with, the, same with the Broncos guys. Yeah, same with the well, the Broncos guys would I was saying to would go to the Bills. I was just saying, yeah. but for right. the Chiefs too. Oh yeah, yeah, for the Chiefs to get a receiver, and they definitely need a receiver. They need someone else other than uh, Kelsey on all major downs no to make plays. So I think they need to be in the market to 
add someone. Can I ask you a question as a DB? They could get Hopkins. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's another, another guy who's Contestant's catch guy, not someone who's going to get open. That's yeah, true. Really Hollywood. Need. Hollywood yeah. in Arizona might be good. That's, anyway. That's the one where it's like, I would love to see Patrick Mahomes be able to drive the ball downfield. Oh. Hollywood. But you're playing this this year's Chiefs team. Uh-huh. You're afraid because of it's Mahomes, but you have to be you have to look at those receivers and be like, food. Yeah. I mean, I think, well, I think Rice is coming along. He's getting better. Nicole Hartman has speed. The thing is, Patrick Mahomes is going to buy it. time. So, like, you could say, you could look at him and feel super confident. But the fact of the matter is, any NFL receiver is going to get open with four or five seconds. Absolutely. And Patrick Mahomes is going to buy time. And he puts the ball in such tight spots. That was the thing. Whenever anyone ever asked me, like, who's the hardest receiver, receiver to guard? And I say, whoever Peyton's throwing to yeah. or whoever Brady's throwing to. Like, those guys, those decision-making ability and the ability to put the ball and make good decisions, it doesn't matter. Like, I played against Randy a bunch of times. And he was hard to guard when he was in Boston. He was not that hard to guard when he was in Oakland. Yeah. Because the quarterback matters a lot more than you think. Yeah, anticipation matters for every, for every receiver in a DB, DB matchup. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Because it's – like, to, to, to Fox's point, like, you just – the timing. That's what that's why the Chiefs did such a great deal with Veach when he brought in – you know, he drafted the offensive lineman. They've rebuilt that offensive line. Even though they don't run it well, they always run it better at the end of the year in the playoffs because yeah. Andy Reid begins to realize, okay, this is what we got to do. And he'll change – kind of he'll change – he kind of works on his on his passing game throughout the season and then gets more physical as it goes. That's just kind of the way he he treads. Who you like? I like the Browns. I know yeah. we're now going to t- back in the AFC North, um, but yeah. we're talking about a team like they had Jacoby Brissett in the building last year. This is madness. No, Trade this for is him. madness. Well, because what's Washington going to hold on to Jacoby Brissett for? I, I mean, I guess it's a triage unit for Sam Howell, who's already been sacked. Yeah, 40 I was going to say, yeah, you but, don't know that that could have that that could happen at any moment, <laughs> any moment. I mean, he's averaging six sacks a game. Yeah. Any moment, you got to go get a new guy. You can't let that guy go. But <laughs> is it, is is he not the most uniquely valuable backup quarterback in the league? Because you have a team that might be the best defense in the NFL. You have a professional quarterback in Jacoby Brissett. And you have a team that can't invest in another starter. They've paid Deshaun Watson two hundred and forty million dollars. Yeah, They're done. stuck. They need to. They need to go bargain basement shopping for and value engineer the quarterback position. And you could dump in Jacoby Brissett in week seven, and he's probably going to play better than Watson for the rest of this year. That's interesting. So you are officially giving up on. Deshaun Watson. You're going to keep him on the roster because you have to because you're paying for him, but he's going to be the highest-paid backup in the league. Well, That's just hard ever, to imagine. Ever. Yeah. He's the highest-paid starter, right? <laughs> yes, he's going to be yeah. the highest-paid whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's but crazy. it's fascinating. It's like we we had Bill Barnwell on the show on Sunday, and he viewed that as a soft benching this weekend. And so yeah. it's, not, it's not just me. Stefanski and them might be like, we don't want him mm. out here right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's the sunk cost fallacy. I get it. You don't want to just force him <laughs> to play. The biggest sunk cost. But, yeah. but like – it's guaranteed money. There is no out. Yeah, we talked about this on the show earlier today. There is no out. Like I, and he has shown that he has the ability to play well, and he hasn't had consistent reps to figure it out. Like I'm not That's ready right. to move on and trade for somebody else just yet. But how weird is that? Like you guys are on a sideline, and your quarterback gets pulled for a concussion, and they give him back his helmet. Being like, you don't have a concussion, you are good to play, and he just uh, still sits on the sideline, and you're. I mean, he has shoulder issues also. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. He's already been banged up. He yeah. was missing time. He was. Uh, he was. Yeah. You know, he was questionable leading up to the game. It was like a. 
you know, 50-50 is a guy going to play. So I didn't have any – I mean, he took a shot. You saw him land shot, hard, yeah. and you're like, yeah. man, is it worth it, you know, to go back in? And yeah, I'm, right. I, 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 I'm, I'm with Fox on this. I ain't – there's no way I put that much money. And it's – it's listen – it's disrespectful to the game of football in the NFL, not, not football, but in the NFL, to think that a guy is going to take dang near two years off yeah. and come back and be that guy. Like, it's going to take time. And, it, and it, you know, here's the worst part. It takes reps. It takes live reps in games to get better because you got to see the speed of the game. you got to get right with your receivers. All of those different things matter. So there's no way I'm, I'm, I'm pulling him yet. Yeah, ultimate reps position. Feels yes, like more for than sure. anything else in football. Yeah. Um, the Ravens last year had the big trade for Roquan. Mm-hmm. Is there a Ravens trade this year? Because they fall in the in a Ooh. in a category of a team that I think uh, is a lot closer to the Super Bowl than any of us I think thought two weeks ago. Funny you should ask that. I have two of them for you, and this is well, fly in the face of football nerds. But I think that they should rent a running back and give up draft capital to do that. And the two that are of obvious are like the Titans are blowing it up if they're trading Kevin Byard. Why not trade Derrick Henry for? get a fourth round pick back, right. get off that money. And the other one is you don't want to pay Saquon in New York. Ooh, like, can we give up a, one. can we give up a second round pick? Can you imagine the mesh point the with Lamar and Saquon? I, I don't, I don't love the Derrick Henry. I just don't know that yeah. it fits. Like, you know what I mean? Especially the way they want to use Lamar and yeah. like, especially being able to throw it to him as much, like all those things. And, and he's got a, I mean, you put, you put Barkley back there with that athleticism that little slow read. Oh, yeah. Oh, my word. Like, that, that <laughs> thing could get nasty in a hurry. I do like yeah. that Saquon. I, I don't know if the I mean, Giants yeah. fans are going to hate it, but that yeah. is – that. Would and be I, I mean, I, the Giants are in that middle place, I think, where actually they probably think they're in the middle, but they're at the bottom, where I don't think the Giants are in rebuild mode. Yeah. Like they paid their quarterback. They should be. They, maybe they should be. <laughs> they pay their quarterback, and it's only about a two-year commitment, but it seems like they're trying to make a, some sort of push, a respectable push right now. I don't imagine that Saquon's actually going to block. This feels like a fantasy trade. I think Derrick Henry is a realistic possibility. But if you don't want to, tr- if you don't want to pay him, and they clearly don't want to pay him, then yeah, you have to think about yeah. it as a movable asset. He's only on a one-year, and yeah, they're not going right. to pay him. He's going to go get – you're just saying from, from Barkley going there – he would want a deal. He he would definitely want a deal. Yeah. The Ravens, I don't know that they're going to pay, no but way. they could. They could. I don't know. I mean, the the value that he adds, it's a lot like the um, Christian McCaffrey trade. Yeah, that's right. And that like this, that offense was good before Christian got there. Then it was like unstoppable. It felt like until. Uh, Purdy got injured. He'd be averaging a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Let's just say that he'd be getting. I'm not sure he's McCaffrey level like touchdown, but he gonna get a whole lot of touchdowns in that offense. And, and like, let's look at who has been the best offenses in the NFL this year. And in totality, we're looking at the 49ers. Right. We're looking at the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yep. And then now that they're getting hot, we're looking at the Eagles. Eagles. Those are teams that run the ball. Will also they have a cast of superheroes around their yeah. quarterback. Yeah, that's like fair. in the past we thought it was. Half Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, you're going to have the best offense. Half Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. It used we're, to be. Yeah, we're entering a new era where there yeah. are so many dominant skill guys. And the Ravens have an opportunity to have both. To have the quarterback yeah. and the skill guys if they get someone like that. <sighs> oh, that would be fun And to they're watch. playing the best defense yeah. in the league or close that to it right now. That would be fun. That would My be fun. Gosh, I don't really root for trades. That trade I wouldn't <laughs> like. I like the Barkley there. That's that's good. That's that's a nice one by Charlie right there. That's a big win. Big win by you. Yeah, there what's, we go. What's next? Um Who's the team that's a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender? I mean, you already said the Browns. Yeah. Uh, falls in that category. Um, I think mm. the, to the idea of having superstars around a player, the Falcons come to mind. Yeah. Yes. Desmond Ritter 
It's not Ooh. that guy. But it sure seems like Kyle Pitts shows flashes like he could be the most dangerous weapon at tight end. And, yeah, I mean, Bijan is a perfect Ooh. running back. They, yeah. Drake London looks good. Yeah. He almost broke his neck trying to score a touchdown this weekend. Yeah, so that team seems like they're playing well on defense. Uh, that team feels like the next team to try the just add add a quarterback experiment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they're going to be in the Kirk Cousins conversation yeah. at the end of the year. You know what I mean? That's that in, in a legitimate way. I think they're going to have to find a way. Uh, Arthur Smith's not going to tolerate another year of turnovers and bad QB play. And it's and, and very rarely in football can you assign it mostly to one. And I and I defended him early on, but man, it's. These last few weeks, you're like, dog, you are you are hurting them. I mean, you already mentioned the Browns; they fall into that category too, but they can't go find a quarterback. Yeah, uh, I, I have an interesting question coming off of this. Do we have we changed our mind on the whole just add a quarterback equation? Because we saw Tom Brady do it, then we saw Matthew Stafford do it, and since then we've seen well Manning did it first, then Brady, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. Then, yeah, then Stafford, Brady, yeah. Since then, we've seen. It didn't work with Russell. Mm-hmm. It hasn't worked with Deshaun. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, it hasn't worked yet. I mean, I guess it, there is no reason to argue why it can or can't work, but it seems like it was a trend. It was a, a model to follow that we saw happen a bunch of times, and it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, I would have thought the Jets one. The, the Jets one of all those, to me, was the one that was going to put them in the closest realm of – because of how good their defense, and I do think Brees Hall is legit. I think my Carter, I think they, I think they have good, and they got good outside players. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, you could go. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess the, the I want to. I'm with you in that the Jets one seems like it would have worked. Yeah. However, part of when you're adding a quarterback at the end of his career is injury. Achilles get real brittle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and pay it worked for Peyton, kinda. Right. I mean, kind of. That defense. That defense played good. The Super Bowl that they won, Von Miller was MVP, guys. And Peyton had, what, like nine touchdowns? Just enough. Yeah, Yeah. just enough. So, like, while the season before, I think the Ravens won it and the – the Broncos were a buzzsaw. They're the best yeah. team. They fact. gave up that fluke pass yeah. deep in uh, on the right side of the field. Safety jumped it yeah. an inch too close to the line scrimmage. Yep. yep. But so I guess that's an example of it working, even though it didn't work the way we imagined it worked. It was drafting Vaughn Miller that really won up that Super Bowl. So this one's spicy, and I don't think I don't know if I totally believe it. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about a QB away from winning the Super Bowl, if I were to say the Lions roster, just like the Rams, if they upgraded from Goff to someone who's a ceiling raiser. Uh-huh. Is that a team that legitimately could be a star Poor quarterback Goff. away from winning the Super Bowl? You can't do that to Jerry. He's played, He's played great. He's played great. You can't yeah. do it to him again, no, though, where no. he takes the team to the Super Bowl and then no. they run him out of town for yeah. a, a dang, more dangerous weapon. Do you think they can win this? Do you believe in the Lions team with Jared Goff as a, as a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Um, no. I, I, not just because of Jared Goff, yeah. though. I, I, I mean, I, I think they're, I think they're a year. They're like early. Any, any, yeah. any, yeah, they're early. In my opinion, they're early. Like I said this la- last week on Get Up. 
they're they're the team that you just don't know and it showed right when they play big games they don't really know who they are yet and i know right. that doesn't sound like it matters i'm just telling you with coaches like when when harbaugh walks in there or when um uh tomlin walks in the room like they find way hey yeah. this game is going to be built this way right i mean this is just they find ways i think i think the lions have to fi- kind of find their way yeah. into that room i don't just think i it's don't know that they have enough guys on the defensive side of the ball That's yet either exactly like they, just guys different makers and yeah they were one of the worst defensive teams in the league for the first 10 weeks last year they right. had a hot stretch and they've been up and down this year so yeah. it's like yeah. they are they're harvey den on the defensive and side i think of the ball. It also this is the question that jeff and I always like to throw in people's faces when they start talking about moving people is like, but for who? So well, the guy, the guy that's going to be available is going to be Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins is going to bang somebody over the head for a contract same guy, again. Yeah. Same guy. C- as Jared congratulations, Goff. Kirk Cousins. But yeah, I mean that's the Spider-Man meme. So I'm not sure oh. that this team is any better. Is that much better? I, I mean, I think Kirk Cousins is better than Jared Goff, but I don't think this team is that much better. I don't Maybe. know, man. Golf this yeah. year has played. I mean, they're both really well. Play action dependent. Yeah. Um and. And Superstar dependent. I, I didn't mean this as an insult because, like, I, I, Jared, no, Goff's I, know, I career, Jared Goff's career is shaping up to basically be the heir to Alex Smith. Yeah. He's a guy, it's like, can you be 13 or 4 with him? Right. Absolutely. But is he the ceiling raiser at the, at the highest, highest level? Yeah. What, I mean, it will, it'll be interesting where they, if they start drafting a quarterback because yeah. I don't think people thought they were going to take it's Richardson. So, it's so rare to have the just add quarterback guy come available that's going to be that's better right. than Jared Goff. Exactly. And it's going to be hard to find. It's yep. going to be a fluke occurrence. And We love firing. We don't know who to hire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the, that's the you know, Matt Nagy begging Andy Reid to trade uh, yeah. to trade up to get Patrick Mahomes because he's like, this guy's undervalued because of the system. And he turned yeah. out, I mean, it's a shot in the dark and he turned out to be right. Yeah, correct. Um, all right, the next one. And this one is coming off of, we're taping this on Tuesday. It's coming off of Monday Night Football. We just saw a 49ers team Go against the Vikings team. We thought they're going to. We thought they're going to kill them, and their pass rush couldn't get home. They were the team for the first part of the season that we were like, "You're the, you're the team that's going to impose your will. You're going to be the blue collar team that's going to beat you up in both sides of the ball." Who do you guys view as the blue collar? I'm going to impose my will team in the NFL. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I mean, it could still be the 49ers, yeah, but, it, but that's the, their defense hasn't been as like impressive as you would like for a team like that. And I mean, maybe it's prisoner of the moment. I don't think it is, though, but I want to say Eagles. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, they've been that team for a season and almost a half right now because they had a couple games that were not completely dominant. And the fact of the matter is the games that we're thinking about that they lost or, or the one game they lost and the games they didn't play well in, 
that defense was still bludgeoning the opposing offensive line. They still seemed like they were aggressive on offense. Like, the one game they lost was because the quarterback made a really, really ill-advised pass. Yeah, so yeah at I the think, end of the game. Yeah, I think the team is still the Eagles. I agree. I, I, yeah. I, th- I, think, I think the Eagles um, – San Fran, when healthy – I would say, is in that same category. I think those two teams, to me, from a physicality standpoint, they set themselves apart. And it's because both lines of scrimmage um, are, 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 are forces to be reckoned with, right? And so, but I, I tend to agree with Fox here. Like, you just lean towards uh, the Eagles. Here's the other part about the Eagles that I think is the, the aggressive nature which Sirianni plays with mm-hmm. – um, is going to set him apart, even from Shanahan. Like he's not afraid. He is going to. He, you know, he. he what he, his statement was: we're we're starting at first and nine. Everybody else is starting at first and mm-hmm. ten, right? He's going to. He went for it for four times. Got all four on fourth down and short. Like he's just not afraid. Um, and he pushes the ball down the field. And yeah. he gives. And again, so he's trusting Hurts, even though Hurts has been uh, turning the ball over much more this this season than last. It does feel like they can beat you anyway. Right. And that's the thing. It's like that's exactly right. they have the, the personnel to design whatever game plan they want to attack you from Goddard to A.J. Brown yeah. to Devontae Smith to Swift, that offensive line. And I but mean, I'm telling you, if Johnson runs, doesn't play, if Lane Johnson doesn't play that game, it's going to be very, it's not going to be look very different than what San Fran looked like without Williams playing. Really? Like it just matters. Like Lane Johnson keeps that edge so much. It gives them space. It gives quarterback space. It's not just about no sacks. and pre- It's about the width at yeah. which they keep the pocket and I know Trent Williams gave up a lot of pressure when they were playing the Browns because that's a freaking dude that you're playing <laughs> and you're hobbled but but it's a difference maker so Lane Johnson being able to play through that like again gave him gave Hurts you know uh confidence on that side as well it's a clean sweep I thought it was the Eagles also I yeah. mean like the fact of the matter was that that Dolphins game they're like I don't care how fast you are we're not gonna let you touch the ball for no. the first half yeah. and you can't do that unless you're gonna literally physically imposed let, the other let, Let's talk about their edge guys, too. Yeah. Like, this is the oh. thing. Like, the Dolphins' Redick. offense is predicated on edge – you know, they want to run to the yeah. tackle boxes right and outside. And, man, Reddick and Sweat – like, them dudes are pinned back, and they are hammering people, man, with no fear about, yeah. you know, what's coming their way. They are closing it down. And when they pin their ears back to go get them – they're to a it, he's a sitting duck. I mean, it, it was it was that, and I know the Dolphins were banged up. So hear me right way. Like yeah, it's not yeah. always gonna look like that. But man, they they had no shot. Well, I was we were watching that game together, and Dominique was legitimately continually stunned that Jalen Carter would be fifteen down, fifteen yards yeah. downfield anytime the Dolphins get in space, yes. just laying someone out. Yes, and that's the thing. So I mean, Jalen Carter is an interesting point because they can only do that because they're strong in the middle. Also, they can 100%. only have those big wide sets. And to Jeff's point, the reason why that matters for a team like the Dolphins is the Dolphins want to threaten the edge with yep. speed. And if the edge is shortened, so like the whole zone cutback thing, the whole point is you run really fast to the sideline, yep. and then there will be someone who's out of their gap. Then you hit that gap. That's right. If you run really fast to the edge, and the edge is only five yards away because they're lined up so wide and they're coming down, crashing in, and destroying the tackles, and then there is no cutback lane. Done. There's yeah. no cutback lane. And sometimes if you line up that far wide and they can get some push in the middle, then there's a lane right there. But you can't get a push because they got Jalen Carter in there next to uh, – 
Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, Cox which is like it is such a problem normally. And Jordan Davis. Yeah, and yeah. Jordan Davis, who it, whether he's good or not don't matter because you can't he's move a him. Large he's, human being. Yeah, almost four hundred pounds, or at least he looks like it, and can run. Also, it's a problem, and we haven't even gotten to the fact that they got. Guys in the back end like Darius Slay, who's able to make big plays, yes. and his name rhymes with it, and Bradbury, <laughs> who uh, who can get away with face mask every now and then. So yeah, this team is scary, man, on both sides of the ball. And then they added Byard, which we already talked yeah. about. So yeah. mm. Howie, how many uh, executive of the year awards has yeah, Howie got? Just keep stacking them. <laughs> on they should own. name it yes. after that man For after real. these last few years. All right, what's next? Charlie? All right, we're now going to move to the dishonorable mention awards. Uh, oh. So the next one is. The Dominique Foxworth Memorial Award for, oh no, tanking is so immoral. <laughs> Furthermore, we at the Dominique Foxworth Show strongly disavow tanking in all forms. Yes. But are. if we didn't disavow it so strongly, this team should be looking at the future. First of all, award. before we get to it, why can't be Memorial? Did you just kill me? <laughs> <laughs> is it the Dominique Foxworth Memorial Award? You know what? I didn't even pick that up. He did. I'm, I'm alive, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so you're talking about the team that should tank. I refuse to participate in uh, this. Look towards the future. No. You don't have to say uh, tanking. Yeah, nobody. Nobody should tank. No one should look for the future. Win right now. You got people on your damn roster that are fighting for jobs. You win, damn it. And people on your roster that only get a it's chance. Little, little to, uh, Drake May, little Caleb, little yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. sitting there. Uh, Marvin Harrison, yes, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, now, hey, now he's starting. Don't be above it. Don't be above it. <laughs> Chicago Bears, don't be above it. Don't be scared of it. Hey, we bring yeah, some Bears. real good players in. We we gonna make it happen. So, who do you think? You think the Bears? I mean, here's the thing: the Bears have played better, and you're, they're gonna put themselves in a situation. And and we all know this. Like the truth is, you're gonna get to the point where you start you start drafting down eight, nine, like. Jalen Carter's that situation is why he was where he was. There's that many gonna be that yeah. many, that difference maker that eight nine ten. So man, you better you want all those picks to be up really really high. So if you're the Panthers, if you're the Bears, if you're sitting in those realms and you're looking at your and you're trying to build around whether you're building around Fields or you're you know you decide not to to move on from Fields, you know the opportunity will be there. Because um, listen, Harrison. You tell me he ain't gonna change. He ain't, he gonna change it. That dude's gonna change a team, bro. Yeah, he, he gonna, gonna he gonna he team. gonna turn a mediocre quarterback into, into some, a dude. Yeah. You know, and you think if 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 he, I mean, he gets on the same team as a DJ Moore or you know some. I mean, yeah. now you're talking about both edges being wide open. That is that is tough for any defense. It makes it a lot easier to run the ball. Sure does. A lot easier to throw the ball. It makes life a lot easier. So and I the mean. Bears might be up there twice because they had the Panthers pick. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, so the team I I picked. Since I know you're sitting out picking a team that you think should tank, is the Broncos have one shot at this. They don't have their pick in 2025, so they have a bad team, a defense that's giving up a ton of points, and one shot to probably end up in that top three and get a guy that can really change the franchise. Because like, so, Sean, you're, you, so you think they're going to move on from Russell Wilson? Is that what you mean? Because I mean, unless you're going for a QB. Yeah. Yeah, I think so they you're, are. you're trying to run out of. I got you. So let I mean, me read you. Let me read you the Sean Payton quote for how he feels about life right now. This is after their win. Okay, that was a good win for us, and yet I'm driving home last night, heading to get sushi. I don't like sushi, <laughs> and I'm finding myself circling around the parking lot, saying, "Why can't I be happy?" <laughs> that's man, man, that's man, a, man, that man's a, yeah. Hold up, it's in a dark place. Yeah, that's that's real bad. That's a that's a man who's looking after at, a win. That's, that's a that's bad. a man who's just going home and putting on YouTube highlights of Caleb Williams and Drake May. <laughs> oh, 
Good oh, heavens. Man, how good is Drake May? You've been watching Bo, he can Guitar do. Hills? He can do yeah. it. He can do it. He's legit. He he is he is a he is a true difference maker. Like I, I would tell you he the way he can throw the ball, but the way that he commands an offense, he's he's an athletic freak and um I think that goes undervalued, but yeah, he can play. Yeah. He can go. And Peyton wanted Herbert. Drake May compares really well to Herbert. And obviously yeah. Caleb's up there also. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if he would have waited, he probably could have had Herbert. Yeah. If he would have waited another yeah, you just got to wait. You just got to wait yeah, a couple weeks. Well, that rolls into our, uh, our <laughs> next our next award, our final award, which is the – this is programs that we believe can be fixed with coaching and better being better run. And this is – your season's probably over, but don't worry, guys. You'll have a new coach. You'll have a new. You'll have a new shot at this. Oh, this next is year. the um, the Jaguars award. Yeah, because the, like the Urban Meyer. Yeah, the Urban Meyer out of there. The, I mean, the, I think it's the Urban Meyer Memorial Trophy. <laughs> there we yeah, go. Okay, you can kill him. Don't kill me. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think it's obviously the Chargers. We already said that. There's, yeah. Who else? Oh, the Raiders. The Raiders oh, are another team. Raiders. Yeah. I thought, that, forgot about that. But I feel like the problem, the difference between the Chargers and the Raiders is you could convince me that the right coach could fix the Chargers. Yeah. I think you need more than a coach to get the Raiders on track. You think? Yeah, I I'm mean, trying to think. I right, so you got Jacobs, you got you got uh, Devonte. So you got, I mean, you got you got good tight end. So you, I mean, you got some you got some ability. Yeah, you don't got you it got on Jacoby defense. Myers, you don't got no quarterback. Yeah, defense yeah. would be um, and O line. Jimmy G, Jimmy though. G, Jimmy G could be. He could hold you in there for a little bit while you build around. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Well, maybe the Patriots are in this situation too. Patriots. Oh, good. Call. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Get one. you a new coach. That they just extended. Yeah, nah, uh, man, you can't I, move on from him. He, the they might be a court, They might be a tanking team. That's they were on my list also. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be so mad if they ended up with one of those quarterbacks because they're not going to ruin them. Well, they might. Well, that's how I was, they I was just ruin Mac you. Jones. Is that they're a good mind. situation for him? I take it back. All right, go ahead. What's McDaniel's next? leaving. I, th I think with I think with um, McDaniel's leaving, it just put it put Belichick in a bad spot. I, th I think I think with what they have now, the staff they have now, they, they could definitely develop a QB. I, I hope think so. so. The team I was thinking of was also like the Saints. Saints have a lot of random talent, and Dennis Allen's not been a great coach. And wow, seems like you like to fire a lot of people. Yeah, well, they're, yeah. they're, yeah. they're just in football purgatory in the post Drew Brees, uh, post post Drew Brees Sean Payton era. And it's like I don't know what's that program going to look like with Olave and a. Well, this and, is this is where I would go with that. So do you think so when you go with with guys like that, that people are like oh, there's a lot of uh, change. So do you credit Sean Payton or do you credit Drew Brees? I think we've learned to, Drew Brees would be the, the okay. catalyst of that. Yeah. So I would I would agree. I, I think I think Hall of Fame, and I'm going to yeah. say it this way: I think Hall of Fame quarterbacks mm -hmm. cure a lot of ails, and that's no shot on any coach because every coach would want one. It's not. It's not. But when you look at guys like that, so many games are won and lost by. A quarterback either keeping you in it or finding ways to get everybody around them to play to that level. Yeah. I, I think that's. It's, I don't know. This coaching as much as it is. Hey man, the Jimmies and Joes matter, and that's that's. A I problem. noticed that you avoided mentioning your sorry <laughs> Commanders. Oh, they, they they might need a new coach. They, they're gonna so. they're gonna need a new coach, but they that guy's in the building. Yeah. The enemy's gonna be the coach. You think so? Year. I was. That's what I wondered. Yeah, yeah I was why, talking to Legler earlier today. Was a big Washington Commanders fan, and he's very upset that Rivera doesn't seem like he talks during the games. He just stands he on the sideline with his arms crossed. He's like, "Do you talk to any of the players?" That's what he asked. Me. He said, "Do y'all talk to each other during the game?" Because I don't. I just see him looking yeah. and just looking around. We don't, don't say nothing. To offense. He don't talk to the defense. <laughs> talk to the specialties. He's just stand there with his arms crossed. Go for it on fourth down or kick a field goal. That's all he's <laughs> doing. Oh, oh no! I mean, it's time. It's time in DC. I mean, this guy 
found out from the press that they got eliminated from the playoffs. Oh, I remember that Ooh, last year. That, that was painful. bad. That was embarrassing. Tough scene. Yeah. That is painful. The tough scene. He was busy uh, trying to put a happy face on I was going to say, it's not like that organization hadn't been in disarray, bro. From the yeah. ownership down. Absolutely. That's a hard, yeah. And it ain't just been like for one year. It's been uh-huh. it's been on a spin, man. And there's, there's a weird thing with Rivera where – it's probably time to move on, but he's also like the first person who feels like a professional coach that they've had in a long yeah. time. And it was like, at least that wasn't embarrassing at the end of the Daniel Snyder era. Yeah. So you, you so always, I mean, always have my respect, Ron. So we move on. Oh, um, gosh, Charlie. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the, the most pejorative way to put yes, it. That's right. um, so the last award. Oh, last. Almost time to gallivant around New York City. This is the uh, we didn't execute well enough. AKA the you have to play all 60 minutes team, AKA the Chargers award for the team. We know that their season will come down to one drive Party where they awards. need to drive 90 yards in 75 seconds to win. And the winner is the Chargers <laughs> of Brandon Staley. Dang. Yeah, they are definitely. Well, Brandon Staley, they, they, they had the opposite problem last year where they had a big lead and got embarrassed and um, yeah. got the score evaporated on in them the and, and somehow they brought him back and then what's happening this year feels like they deserve it's it's ugly mm-hmm. it's ugly and you and you don't see you don't see the answer mm-hmm. and here's the thing they are when you look at their their team they feel loaded with talent yeah. they really do they Every feel year. loaded with talent and yeah. you're just you know you, you're, you're wondering, you know, Tom Telesco does a good job putting guys, and I know they've had some injuries, like a, especially yeah. a few years ago with everybody James, does. But I mean, dude, yeah, these guys are. I mean, you look over and you're yeah. like, how can this team not be boat racing some teams? Yeah. It just doesn't make That's sense. That's it's always been them all the way back to the Philip Rivers days, where it's like these are by far the best team in football, for real. And then somehow they would beat y'all, but they lose, would. lose they to somebody would else. God, anyway. Salt I'm sorry, my apologies. My apologies. So, Charlie, we need to get up out of here because what we learned is I get angry when I'm hungry, and so does Jeff. That's right. So we better get some damn food, Time to eat. And some <laughs> drinks. So I appreciate you guys. Thanks for setting up the studio in New York. Thank you, Charlie, and all the producers, Brian, Kevin, Megan, Serafina. And, of course, thanks, Jeff, for joining us. And we'll see you guys on Friday. This is the Dominique Foxworth Show.